we're doing a sequel. We're back by popular demand. Come on, everybody, strike up the band. Negative possibilities are multiplying as we speak. I'm sure I made a payment. It's about that bounce check. I'm gonna steal the Declaration of Independence. Hello and welcome to Where's the Damn Sequel, the first episode of 2019. It's great to be back talking movies with me, Lucian Waddaly, and our guests this week. We're joined again, regular contributor Kean Haid is here. How's it going, people? Good to hear you. It's a special episode of the show because this week we're not talking about a movie that didn't get a sequel. We're talking about the Academy Awards, which are this Sunday, and... Um, some of these films are sequel baity ish adjacent, so we're going to talk about them in the context of, um, of of sort of the normal format of the show. We're also joined by possibly won't contribute much guest <laughs> Amy Colgan, who's here. Hey! Welcome to the show. First time here. Um, Thank you. So the Oscars are Sunday night. The big kind of three. How many like big films are? I get like it's the big two sort of. Mm. I don't know. Oh, yeah. It's a weird year. Big few. I'm not a big fan of any of the films nominated, apart from A Star is Born being the one Best Picture nominated film that I'm actually quite fond of. The rest of them are, at best, decent, at worst, appalling. Um, but Kean and I have made our personal picks. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to let Kean kick this off with, uh, with Best Picture. Yeah. So just for reference, I decided that in the interest of fairness, I was only going to pick nominations for films that I'd actually seen. Okay, so that's, very yeah, that's how limitless. Yes. Very so quite no, limited. No, no Roma, right? No Roma. Okay. No fav. No the favorite. Uh huh. None of all those things. Okay. So, best picture. Yeah. Star is Born. Okay. Yeah, because it was a toss up between it, Black Panther, and Black Klansman. Kind of had Black Pans Black Klansman penciled in there at first. Then I weighed up my options, and out of the three of those. Has to be a start. Okay, we did not discuss in advance what this format was going to be. Yeah. I thought we were going to make lists of what we thought should be nominated, and yours was going to be Instant Family up the wazoo. Well, Instant Family... <laughs> actually, no. No, it's, it Instant Family would have December been... December, US. Yes, December, US. Okay. Instant Family this episode is broken should have been for every category. Yeah. Cinematography. Best film editing. Sound editing. Sound mixing. Production design, original score, original song, Instant Family's original song. Okay. Kicks ass. Okay. Just saying. All right. Just saying. Uh, these would be my, my nominees that we're doing completely different formats, both of us, so this is hilarious. But mm -hmm. my personal Best Picture nominees this year are Mission Impossible Fallout, Widows, Incredibles 2, If Beale Street Could Talk, The Old Man and the Gun, A Star is Born, Roma, Mary Poppins Returns, and Black Klansman. Okay. And I think that's a reasonable list. Yeah, no, as in Mary Poppins Returns, I'll, I'll give you it. I, I don't think it have not watched it. I have not watched it a second time, mm. but I I had it as my fifth and my top ten of the year, and I I think it is at worst it would make number nine if I watched it again. Yeah, I was fair. very very, very I was very into Mary Poppins Returns. Mm. Um, oh no, it was great picture. More great than I expected. Picture. Most people haven't seen it. It's good, it's really good. Mm. Like, the Dick Van Dyke stuff at the end rules. Like, mm. I don't know, I just think more people oh, have yeah, seen no, it. Oh yeah, no, I was in, absolutely. 
great film, great time. Yeah. But yeah. Of the D- films, don't know if it would have been a best picture nom for yeah. me. Yeah. Of the films yeah. nominated, uh, I think Green Book's gonna win, but I would have given it two oh stars board. Um yeah, I'm not sure where to go with the format of this episode. <laughs> yeah, no. The only, like, in fairness, the only you write best down? picture nom that I have down. any problem with is Bohemian Rhapsody. And that's purely because yeah. it draws more attention to a film which was, like, at least a fair amount of it was created by an awful person. That's one aspect. Also, it's just, uh, I think his performance is truly terrible. Mm. <laughs> Tr- I liked it. Truly terrible. Um, the last time I remember an actor being that bad was Eddie Redmayne as Stephen Hawking, where okay. it is literally wow. like, he's acting through the fake teeth. And it is, mm. it's, I thought, was embarrassing. Sweet oh, chairs yeah. are going to sound so bad on this. I thought Human Rhapsody was just like, embarrassing like was I like, thought he did a really good job on taking the mastered vocals and like uh, he taking did, them to the movie I thought that was so good I, I don't think he he he, he, he didn't carry it like, then he should be on lip sync battle good, like, like. <sighs> in fairness like the thing I've heard a lot about Bohemian Rhapsody was it would have been a fantastic TV movie yeah like as in it would have been a really like, good quality yeah, it would have been like yeah but like as in as a piece of cinema yeah. I have uh, I'm biased because I despise Queen. I think they're the worst band ever. So what? I like I hate Queen so much that like watching that film for me was like a physical struggle. Um, whereas like the Elton John movie that's coming out in a few months, which is like effectively oh, the, effectively the same people who made Bohemian Rhapsody. I think it looks shite and bland, but I like Elton John music, so it's like also I Taran get Andrew I get Dina it as Elton John is just it's good casting. Yeah. I mean Rami Malek was good oh, casting. Yeah. I just think he's like. Uh, He's just a wee bit uh, bad in that movie. He's just a bit, a bit, a bit shit. Again, haven't seen it. Can't my pick on for actor, uh, my picks for actor nominees would have been uh, would have been uh, Christian Bale, Vice, mm. uh, Robert Redford, Old Man and the Gun, Bradley Cooper, Star Is Born, Jim Cummings, Thunder Road, and Tom Hardy in Venom. Mm. Okay. I think Tom Hardy in Venom. Overall, yeah. Tom Hardy in Venom should have gotten an Oscar nomination. I think that's like. Mm-hmm. You can finally see his face. Like, that is. So the acting but it's like different. that movie is so dumb. Mm-hmm. And it it's is great, like. so good yeah. because he is so fucking funny in it. Yeah. And it and like that movie made a billion dollars. Yeah. Like it was so big in China. And it's all because he is so funny in it. Like he's mm-hmm. so good. The shit with the lobsters. Oh, yeah. Like that's oh, an actor. That's, yeah. that's an actor who takes deleted scenes from that. Not yet, not no, yet. No. But that's yeah. that's an actor who takes himself far too seriously, mm-hmm. completely letting go yeah. of all of his like self-conscious oh. performance. Yeah. And it's just like only whoa. only change I'd make there really for me would be Jim Cunning, Jim, Jim Cummings, Jim, Jim Cummings. Uh, swap him out for Christopher Robin. Christopher Robin. Jim Cummings, Ewan Mc... Christopher Robin. Oh, oh no, oh Jim yeah. Cummings in Thunder Road is not the same person who plays Winnie the Pooh. Is it's not? <laughs> no, the guy who plays Winnie the Pooh in Christopher Robin is called. <laughs> I think it's also Jim Cummings. I think you're right. Yeah. But they're two different people. They're two. They're not the same. Is actor. there two Jim no. Cummings? The guy who plays oh, Christopher well. Robin is name is. Jim Cummings. It's a different Jim Cummings. Yeah, because I, I knew what? it's Jim Cummings. There are two actors called Jim Cummings. Yeah, because beloved, ca- beloved. Like... The, the Jim Cummings in uh, the Jim Cummings in in Thunder Road is like a thirty-four-year-old American guy. The guy in Winnie the Pooh is like an old fat man who plays Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. Oh my god. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I didn't realize that there was a young Jim Cummings. <laughs> He's directed Thunder Road as well. Wow. So this is interesting. I would also say your Jim Cummings supporting actor. Actually, yeah, that, that's probably more accurate. Winnie the Pooh is yeah. not a lead in that movie. Mm-hmm. I agree, supporting actor, he should be in the oh, conversation, yeah. absolutely. Best actress, I personally, my picks would have been Elsie Fisher, 8th grade, 
a film I did not like, but I thought she, I think she is sensational. I love mm. her social media. I think she is just delightful. I think everyone should watch Eighth Grade just to see how natural she mm. is. She's like fourteen. Oh, yeah, I heard that. She's like fourteen. It. She's amazing. The movie. Eh. I heard it, it won the screenplay award. It won the Writers Guild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's really like. Social media is bad. Like, I found it kind of like, it was like, but like she, it made me like really uncomfortable. Like I was watching it and I was like, I might turn this off any minute. Like it would make, which I think means it works. Yeah. It's effective. Oh, absolutely. And she's like carrying 80% of it. She's so good. Then Regina Hall, Support the Girls, who's amazing. And she'll probably be winning Best Actress this year. Support the Girls, really small independent movie about like a sort of Hooters, Hooters diner. All the waitresses. Amazing film. It's like all this wait, all the young waitresses like bonding. It's just this great like, female team energy thing it's just like a beautiful film about like women working together and what they can achieve and regina hall is amazing in it and then lady gaga oh yeah star livia cook thoroughbreds and kiki lane and beale street could talk who for some reason isn't nominated even though the supporting actors in that movie are and i think she's phenomenal and i don't understand why she's not in the conversation because she's so Uh, radiant yeah if this was like tomorrow or the next day i'm sure it'd be singing her praises yeah (laughs) Of, of the five, I would like give it. Mm. I haven't seen Can You Ever Forgive Me, but I'd give it to Gaga. Um, mm. Oh, big time! Glenn Close is just bad, and The Wife is a bad movie, so mm. we're not even going to talk about The Wife. Supporting actor, no, uh, yeah. Do you have anyone else for actress you want to mention? Um, no, as in, I really, I, I would have given every award possible to Lady Gaga. Yeah, yeah. Film. I, I was just I, when I was watching it, I was like, this is yeah. She's so good. She's so mm. good. Like it's just. I've gone down. I've fallen down this hole where I thought it was great when I saw it, but now because it's been hyped so much after I've seen it, it's actually less good. In the my second time I, I watched it, I thought Cooper was like the one I was amazed, yeah. blown away by. Like yeah. I think he's great in it. Like I think he's doing something amazing. But like the first time, I was like, how is Lady Gaga this good an actress? Um, yeah. I think the novelty wore off, and then I was like, wow, Cooper doing this. I should have done this for, whole podcasting for me, it was the second time they uh, actually flipped, as in I was slightly more impressed with Cooper on the first watching. Oh, really? But in the second one, there's mm. just bits where you can tell it's yeah, someone yeah. who is sober playing a drunkard. Because there's things that you, you just drunkard. can't yeah. do with your, your hey, face. Yeah. And hey, like, the way he shoots it, like the way it's shot, means that there's so many close-ups. And it just it kind of breaks down the fact like yeah, yeah it's yeah. a lot more obvious that he's acting drunk rather than fair being yeah. drunk which obviously fair you yeah, can't yeah. go like swinging uh-huh. down like 20, 20 yeah. like okay 20 points of supporting actor i got daniel kaluuya in widows daniel kaluuya oh, did, i yes. did not care for and get out i thought he was like fine mm. and in widows i was oh, like who widows. is this individual yeah. who oh, is he he's amazing widows, in widows. yeah th- like it should. Like Widows I a, forgot that Widows is a masterpiece, that it had and been it should be so much yeah, until it's insane. Like it's up for it's up for nothing. It's up for like, nothing, and be. it's an amazing movie. Um, oh yeah. Brian Tyree Henry. I couldn't decide whether to nominate him for Widows or Beale Street. I went with Beale Street because he just kind of carries the scene. Who's he in Widows? In Widows, he is the guy who's hanging out with Daniel Kaluuya the whole time. He's the, oh, the heavier exactly. guy who's yeah, running yeah. for. He's mm. he's um, amazing actor. Yeah, he's yeah. better in Beale Street. I think Beale Street he gets more to do. Mm. Old Man in the Gun. Casey Affleck. Love a bit of Casey Affleck. To be fair. I missed All Man on the Gun. It been. left cinema I, the week that I think Casey Affleck is a great is a great actor, mm. and he's great. And okay. he's, like, yeah, he's, he's great in the All Man. Like, as in, like he, he, he had Ocean Eleven. You to can start put put him off, in the pool of like he just he could put only him, go from there. You can put him in the pool of people who are like, eh, do we want to give him an award? But no, Casey Affleck is just so good in that movie. The Old Man on the Gun is a great film. Then Henry Cavill, Mission Impossible, Fallout. Mm. <laughs> 
Oh, wait. I'd Henry give Cavill. it for the like. I'd give it for the like oh. shotgun arms. Just alone. an actor who I did not like. An actor who I did not like at all. Really? And then became one of my favorite characters in the history of cinema in this film. I really liked him he's, in Matt from Uncle. Matt from Uncle. He's pretty good. He's pretty good. I didn't see that till after Fallout. But he's so good in Fallout. Mm-hmm. He's so good. He's so fucking like he's like 1940s silent film kind of, uh, yeah, he's that hero, kind of hero. And they subvert like... him into into the villain, and it's just incredible. Yeah. Oh, and then finally, like if spot. it hadn't been given away. In the trailer, yeah, that would have been such a yeah, big yeah, 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 reveal because, yeah. like, uh-huh. how he's played up, yeah, yeah, yeah. in that film as that kind and of then just, like archetypal. Hero. My fifth pick it's for supporting just... actor, I considered Jim Cummings for Willie for Christopher Robin. Mm-hmm. I ultimately went with Dick Van Dyke in Mary Poppins Returns Very because fair. my That's man, my man is Dick Van Dyke. He should be getting nominated for everything because he is the greatest movie star living. So uh, he'd overtake uh, herself for like least screen time, um, Oscar nom, uh, Oscar win. Yeah, like uh, who's your one? He's the film that the, Judy Dench and Shakespeare in Love. That's the one. Yeah, I just I think Dick Van Dyke is just oh he's so oh, good in it. And like, is great. I wouldn't even give it to him. I just give him the nomination. And like um, you forget that he's gonna be in it, and then he shows up, and the whole film is just saved. It's like okay. we're okay now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> of the five nominated, I'd give it to probably I haven't seen Can You Ever Forgive Me, but I, I'm very fond of Richard E. Grant. Otherwise, I'd probably give it to Adam Driver because just fuck Beautiful Boy. That movie sucks. And so bad. Green Book mm-hmm. and Vice are both pretty bad as well. So I oh. I think. Was not good advice. Um, I think I love like Sam Rockwell. If, if you're talking about it as an impression, it's, an, it's an impression. Yeah, it belongs on Saturday Night Live. I don't think but it's like, yeah. very memorable. In no, ways, to be honest no. no. Um, that's a yeah. nomination just because he won last year. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, Adam Driver. I would give it to him or, or Grant, but I haven't seen yeah. the Grant movie. And Marshally purely Great that, actor. Like, yeah, no. The scene like, where he breaks down, he goes, yeah. not black enough, oh, yeah. man like, enough. What am I? He's good. That's good actor. It's good acting. It's just. Like, else if you just, told me that that was a satire yeah. film, I would I do like, not like to get fantastic. grease on my blanket is not Oscar material. <laughs> no. um, oh, the squeaky chair is so annoying. I'm sorry, listeners. Uh, supporting actress, uh, my picks would be Elizabeth Debicki Widows. Mm. She is, like, taller. She's, like, Gemma Rabotham height, and that they, like, utilize her oh height God. in that movie so well. Like, she's just looming over the other women, and it's just like, what amazing woman! Look at how tall she is! Michelle Monaghan, Mission Impossible Fallout. I think the best performance in that film. I think it's like so low-key the best performance in that film where mm. she shows up like 25 minutes before the end and she just suddenly like and you think oh she carries you're like this movie is like, getting yeah. really kind of like dis it's, it's getting dispersonal like, it's like a lot of people running across rooftops and she comes in and she's got so much soul and character mm-hmm. and warmth and she's just like this really warm figure in the last half hour which brings a human investment back to oh, the action absolutely. I think she's so important to, mm. to the success of that film uh, Emma Stone the favorite I don't know why I even put her in my top five. I, I, scrap that. Leave her out. I, mm. The favorite I'm not like huge into. I'm going to replace her with Cher in Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. Oh, yeah. Which I think deserves to be mm. a supporting actress For me, the best supporting actress of 2018, character actress Margot Martindale <laughs> in Instant Family. Okay. <laughs> I saw the trailer. <laughs> I yeah. have not seen the movie. Um, Margot Martindale is great. Have you ever watched Sneaky Pete? TV show she's on. She's very good on it. My parents love it. Um, it's an Amazon show that she's like she's like the mother on it. Um, nice. It's a pretty good show. You'd like it. It's like a con man show. She's really good. She's good in The Americans. Margaret Martindale is very good and that's fair. But um, for me it's uh, it's it's Cher mm. and then it's... Cher because it's Cher or Cher because she was good in that Cher because she was great in that movie and it, she 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 wins that film. I actually can't comment because like, I hate Mamma Mia 1 and 2. Wow. Um, Bad person. Yeah. Okay, get off the podcast. Um, <laughs> and then my two final sporting actresses would be Thomas and McKenzie in Leave No Trace, who is technically a leading actress, but they put her up for supporting. I don't know why. And Sissy Spacek in The Old Man and the Gun. The Old Man and the Gun is so good, and everyone should watch it. Anyway. Mm. All right. Adapted screenplay. 
my choices. Christopher Robin, mm -hmm. The Old Man and the Gun, Widows, Mission Impossible Fallout, and Incredibles 2. And Edward Park Widows all day. But I think you probably put Spider-Verse into that category, right? Um, into screenplay? I, I don't think I'd put it in for screenplay. Yeah. So, like, I'm I thought the screenplay was really good. Like, I, like, oh, believe me, like, yeah. in, I absolutely like you could art every aspect of that film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, but would you put it in over Incredibles 2 for screenplay? I think the screenplay no, of Incredibles 2 is think, way better than any other element of Incredibles oh yeah, 2. As in, Incredibles 2, I came into yeah. a lot of expectations, yeah, yeah, yeah. just because of how good the first one is. But I think the script is really yeah. well held it up. Like, I think, like was, I think if like, Brad Bird didn't had buy written, into any kind yeah. of laziness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it really tried to, like, attack. I think what Incredibles 2 needed attack. was Brad Bird to write that script and somebody else to direct it. Because mm -hmm. I think it's, like, it's a really intelligent film and the action in it is boring. Like, mm -hmm. I think that, like, I, I tried, well, I bought the Blu-ray and the stuff on the boat at the end is so dull. Like, it's mm -hmm. not. Oh, yeah. No, as in, like, doesn't I, hold up like, to rewatch like, yeah. I can't remember any of it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I it's flashes, really, like, visually but, like, yeah. very boring. Like, the first movie is great for visual stuff you have all the island and the syndrome stuff it's robot, all so yeah, yeah. yeah the robot Incredibles 2 the screensaver stuff does not work no. but the script's amazing like the Helen uh, the oh, dynamic Helen story arc, the really Helen story arc and the stuff with Helen and Evelyn is yeah. incredibly gay Oh yeah, so and, it, and it's oh, and it's amazing. I genuinely thought they were gonna jump when each other's bones. When she bone. got the motorbike. Oh. oh, I just remembered. Yes, I had another pick for supporting actress, Catherine Keener in Incredibles too. Oh, voicing time. Evelyn, yeah. who is amazing, and Bob Odenkirk for voicing uh, Winston is also mm -hmm. incredible. Like oh, the two yeah. of them just put so much work into those roles. And I think it actually overshadows like uh, oh, Holly Hunter, like, Holly Hunter, yeah. and Craig Nelson a lot. Which like. Those two characters. You would not have thought. Yeah, those two characters are so striking. Like, and then original screenplay, I would go. Support the Girls, 8th Grade, Thunder Road, Ballad of Buster Scruggs, and Mid-90s. Ballad of Buster Scruggs really? is in as Adapted. Uh, it's in as Adapted because of Oscar rules, but it was up for Writers Guild for original. Oh, okay. It's adapted because one of the six stories is based on like a folktale. Uh, so it's adapted from an out-of-copyright text, which means yeah. that it's kind of up for debate. Yeah. And then Mid-90s, the Jonah Hill skateboarding movie, I'd put that in original screenplay because that oh, movie has a great screenplay. Like, mm -hmm. it's a really good movie about, like, aggressive 14-year-old boys shouting at their moms, which is, like, relatable. Incredible. <laughs> um, it's a real mood for me. So, like, I watched that film on Christmas Day with my mother, and there's a scene where the boy just, like, shouts at his mother in the car for 10 minutes, like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. And my mother and I were both kind of crying watching it because it was, like very kind of the way that I it's treat her and it was kind yeah. of like a, it kind of just reminded us of our relationship in a really negative way and we were just like this movie's actually fucking scary like it's <laughs> yeah. I think mid-90s is really good it's coming out here in April I think it's on at the Dublin Film Festival uh, 8th grade is also not out here yet it's a ridiculous yeah I was wondering what they're story both out was, in April both out in April a, few, a fair few of these films that you were talking yeah. about I was just like and support I, the girls. Trailers, yeah, support the like girls isn't out at all. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, do, are we getting them or did I miss them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Story? And then uh, cinematography, which is now, once again, being presented on the TV show. Uh, I went with Mission Impossible Fallout because uh, mm. they literally jumped out of a fucking plane backwards oh, yeah. to film a scene that deserves to win. Mm -hmm. First Man, bad film, incredible cinematography. Oh yeah, like looks as in the whole stunning. moon sequence. The whole, it just looks IMAX, unbelievable. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, Old Man and the Gun, which looks incredible. Cold War, which is actually nominated for Best Director and Best Cinematography at the Oscars. It's nominated for Best Director, which I can't believe. Mm. Um, is it's like a it's a it's a Polish film, like a black and white Polish film, and it's nominated for Best Director instead of Star Is Born. But it looks amazing. It's mm. every picture, and it looks like a postcard. Oh yeah. And uh, and it feels like you talk. Hmm. Um, I'd have thrown a, a Star Is Born in there for cinematography. Very fair. That would be very. I think the, the scenes of him on stage at the start with the mm. guitar, the way the camera. Oh yeah, that, that opening looks incredible. Like, like it's in, so like immersive. That, like, that whole film. Yeah. 
gives so like it's one of the few films that I feel did represent mm-hmm. what if what it's like to be at a concert. Yeah, like no, 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 too, yeah, yeah. And I feel like certain people felt that way about Bo Rhapsody. Mm. I was so disengaged yeah. from Bohemian Rhapsody mm. because it was a, it was a guy impersonating Freddie Mercury, and I was like, this is all fake. Whereas Bradley yeah. Cooper, I actually bought more as that, a real I, musician. Like I Bohemian Rhapsody for me felt like a concert film. Do you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. when you have like these concert yeah, films yeah, that they like, play for like... Especially with the footage mm. they use at the end for live. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. It just, yeah. it felt manufactured. Whereas, like, yeah. As far as one yeah. felt like a... Na- and they, they shot it at fucking Bastard. Yeah. Like it was, it was a natural oh, um, thing. Like, yeah. Just that opening sequence and then when she comes out to like close out yeah, the concert yeah, 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 yeah. with the piano. Oh, yeah, 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 the, yeah. Both of those yeah, just yeah, felt yeah, 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 yeah. so real yeah, like, yeah, yeah it was just a very kind of real moment but i so. put stars born mm. editing i put a star oh, born down i think well. getting so important mm. for that because it really keep the pace i think there's like a bit where it lags for like 20 minutes when she's mm. on saturday night live and alec baldwin shows up and yeah all no I, but well, I, think, I figured alec baldwin would have made it up i love alec baldwin but it doesn't make it up i think the first hour of that's great and i think the whole like his downward spiral mm. until the end is really oh, like yeah. the editing and of then, that is so important even like you think the st- simplest thing but when it cuts back yeah. to him at yeah. the piano yeah, yeah, yeah. right at the end but imagine him at the piano is, is, is like the time. emotional high point of the film but mm. also the way that they shoot around his spoiler alert mm-hmm. his death yeah. the way that they edit around that so that you don't actually like see oh, him yeah. do it that's, but they cut back and forth and it's so like, tense and yeah. it's so heartbreaking mm. like that's a real like editing had me in buckets of yeah. tears no, every it's, that's really powerful stuff and then the other uh, my other editing picks were Mission Impossible Fallout uh, Widows Old Man Widows it's Unbelievably, oh like, yeah, well no, it's like, like the opening yeah. scene where it's like them lying in it's bed, everything cutting that back Ocean's to the heist. Bet, yeah, Ocean's Ocean's should, should have been. been, yeah. And like, then uh, Old Man and the Gun, also like a heist movie with mm. really amazing editing. Oh, yeah. Like Old Man and the Gun, so good. <laughs> and Black Klansman, I thought the editing was yeah, really great. Again. I thought the whole scene with your man, I can't remember his name, uh, famous black singer who's now an old man like and he's mm. talking about the guy getting lynched while they cut back and forth to the clan guys watching mm. birth of a nation oh yeah um, i think is what is no that? Uh, even like the, you think that like that ending sequence when they crack out the charles Char- Char- yeah, yeah 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 like, oh that stuff's just like yeah like every decision made like editing wise in that film is just wicked smart. yeah i think the screenplay and the editing are the making of that uh, harry belafonte um are like mm. the making of of black clansman i think the performances in black clansman aren't like out of this none world. Of them, yeah, none of I think them are that like... John Dave Washington's pretty good. I think mm. Adam Driver and and Laura Harrier and Topher Grace are all okay. Mm. Um, like yeah. He's good. He's good in it. Yeah. Uh, and then score, my picks are Nicholas Bertel for Vice, mm-hmm. Nicholas Bertel for If Beale Street Could Talk, <laughs> Mark Scheim and Mary Poppins, Daniel Hart, Old Man Gun, and Lauren Bell for Mission Impossible Fallout, the best score of the year. Uh, all you do <laughs> actually uh, double Ludwig Göransson uh, for, for Black, Black Panther, Panther and, and Creed Two. Yeah. Black Creed Panther. 2 Black Panther is good Especially for me Because I have Creed I 2 as well I love the Creed The first Creed For sound mixing Yeah 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 That's Because fair. there's um, In like the The kind of classic Rocky montage yeah, sequence yeah, yeah. Before the final fight uh-huh. They have The kind of You're gonna fly now Yeah He um, Ludwig Goransson's yeah, yeah, yeah. Creed theme Uh huh and this rap song run, oh, all just I can't wait to watch Creed 2 it sounds so good with, <laughs> it sounds so good with an orchestra yeah, 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 singing yeah, yeah. Fly Now and it oh, just yeah. like I have like I because of that film yeah, yeah, yeah. I now have like what, when I'm cycling I yes. listen to my ultimate Gonna Fly Now playlist <laughs> okay. so it's the four times that yeah, Ludwig yeah. Gonson has used Gonna Fly yeah, Now yeah, in yeah. his own pieces of score yeah. and then the original song and just you cannot 
I listen to those I'm songs really and not want to just punch your face through yeah, so I'm, the soundtrack face. for Into the Spider-Verse I thought had the same kind of effect uh, soundtrack yes yeah. absolutely the songs were yeah, really that's yeah. well chosen yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I would for sound mixing I'm all over that Roma buzz Roma mm. is just the whole there's no score like Roma has no score mm. the whole mood of Roma is set by the peripheral sounds of the city it's mm. all people in courtyards it's the maid in the courtyard sweeping and mopping and you hear children you hear, if you see I saw it in the cinema which was hard to do it was only on the lighthouse for one week but you hear on your far left behind you hear children playing in a yard okay. over here you hear birds over here you hear people getting stabbed oh, it's like the entire movie is Lucy's an oral pointing it into different yeah. <laughs> the, the entire of Roma is an oral journey through a city okay. from one or two locations and it's it's yeah. one of the most incredible uses mm -hmm. of of um like yeah. surround sound I've ever experienced in a film. Oh, the yeah. fact that it was released on Netflix is ridiculous. Oh yeah, no, but it's like it's such yeah, a no sound has, movie. It's a like sound what, movie. like how many people have yeah, seven? Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. it like, needs no. to be seen with that. Yeah. Like, and then I would put Stars Born in there too. And I mean, yeah, with Stars Born, for me, Black Panther as well. Yeah. Black Panther does a great job, especially like when in that chase sequence in like the Asian town. Yeah. When the car flips. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's just a great little effect thrown in there, and yeah, it's yeah, such like. Yeah, I only picked up on it like the second time I was watching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just a really subtle kind of little slip in there. But it just, like, there's a lot of kind of sound mixing tricks in there that yeah, yeah, really yeah. kind of fix it up. And with all due respect, I would not discount Bohemian Rhapsody from the sound mixing conversation. I'm sure it's because I'm sure the way that the, 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 ma the management of Freddie's real vocals with the mm. Freddie impersonator that they got to, to fill in the blanks effectively um, yeah, it's, it's very is really good. Like that's and my my boss was explaining to me how they did it. Yeah, it's <laughs> and, and I was like, what? Um, visual effects. Christopher Robin. Christopher Robin. Any fuck day off. Of fuck off. Week. Everything else. Literally, like as in, <laughs> there is no discussion. All like, that others. Film, fuck yourself. Like, if you told me that that was a stop motion film, yeah, I'd yeah. been like, yeah, no problem, yeah. yeah. No, the, sounds, sounds the like animation it. of Winnie the Pooh, Tigger, and Eeyore in that film is like just mm. unbelievable. Oh, yeah. um, I mean, the other nominees are just, I think First Man visual effects, I don't even know what the visual effects were in First Man, which is possibly a good thing. Mm. But then like, seriously, fucking Ready Player One is like, oh, it's such a mess. That's like a visually tumor like, on the I, eyes. Like, like, I read that book when I was, I don't know, impressionable age. Enjoyed it. Yeah. Reread it when the film was yeah. like being hyped up. Is is no, bad. didn't hold is, up. Is bad. I watched that film on the plane, yeah. and then to give it a fair shake, I watched it again at home on the telly. Okay, I watched and it in IMAX. Yeah, it I was, was crying all day uh, from my <laughs> visual visual. Yeah. And like, don't get me wrong. Like I. Because uh, that's the worst part. I would spend that whole film craning my neck around. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like if I'd watched that in the film, yeah, yeah, yeah. in the cinema, I would have yeah, had yeah. whiplash. Oh no, I did. Like, I was like, oh, thing. It's like just Steven Spielberg is supposed to be a director. Constantly being yeah. flooded. Spielberg is supposed to know how to fill the frame with stuff. He's been blocking fucking scenes for years, and he somehow made the most visually incoherent thing. Like I've if you think seen. of like the first contact scene yeah. in War of the Worlds. Yeah. Like if you compare mm. those like 10 minutes. Yeah, exactly. They're so they're so focused like you you know where compare to Compare that to yeah. the fucking You don't know where to look in Ready Player One. Yeah. Ready Player it one. makes no sense to me. The nominations for visual effects of the Oscars are completely insane. Mm. Like Chris Robin deserves to be there. First man, I get it. Mm. And then it's Infinity War, Ready Player One and Solo. Mm. No Black it's Panther. So no Black Panther and yeah. no uh, no Venom. Mm -hmm. yeah. Which honestly had pretty good visual yeah. effects, like yeah. a lot better than Solo, which was just not. Yeah. Solo mm -hmm. just being an Oscar-nominated film frustrates me because, as far as I'm concerned, it uh, doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. Like Solo is just not yeah. real. Oh, it was yeah. a dream I had once. Like that film yeah, is no, so bad. In, like, <laughs> yeah, the, like VFX so nominations are always 
frustrating, especially like in a year. The nominees are decided by the branch, and then have, the winner is decided yeah, by the academy. That's it. So like these are visual effects guys picking their favorite visual effects, mm-hmm. but I don't know why they liked oh, yeah. Solo more than. Uh, Black Panther. Maybe mm. it's just that more of their mates worked on it because it was done. Oh, in, yeah. I think it was done mm. in the like um, Solo was probably done in the UK mm. and ILM probably did. ILM oh, yeah. would have done Solo and then Black Panther was probably done yeah. by someone else. Well, like yeah, any year where you haven't got like an Andy Serkis Sir- Mocap yeah, yeah, film, yeah, yeah, like yeah. when you haven't got the likes of Dawn. I mean, you do. You have Mowgli on Netflix, which was eligible for this category yeah, and was like, an Andy Serkis Mocap film. Yeah, but was shy. A <laughs> that didn't look good. B just like yeah, like as in. VFX in a year where there hasn't been any kind of revolutionary mm. VFX film yeah. is kind of one of those awards which sadly for me know. just kind of falls yeah, by the wayside. What was I just thinking of? Um, like, yeah, as in... I think Mortal Engines deserve to be here more than most of these movies. Mortal Engines weirdly like looked kind of amazing. I saw the trailer. Yeah, like, because like, I, wa- no, I watched it. Like, it's, yeah. it's, like, it's good. Like, it's better than Solo. It's yeah. fun. Like, it's oh, like, As long. in, like, yeah, it's one of those films... That just looked very yeah. authentically yeah. dirty. It was like, like it, yeah, it, it did was, that really. It well. was fun. It was like a fun movie. Like Robert Sheehan kind of brought it down because mm. I knew it was Robert Sheehan. Yeah, he just wasn't like a believable lead. But like Mortal Engines had like cool shit with giant cities on wheels. It mm. didn't look like Mad Max Fury Road, but it looked like re- it looked real. It looked mm. believable, and it was a hell of a lot better than Solo. And I think it's like not fair that people just didn't watch that movie and nominated. It's yeah. the Star Wars film that they also probably didn't watch just because it has Star Wars in the title. Mm-hmm. When like Mortal Engines is a way more interesting and well animated like well VFX movie than Solo is all the other categories I don't really give a shit about because oh I guess there's like costume design like costume design the favorite Black Panther, Black Panther yeah. I would say either of those then animated feature for me it's not even a question just like Spider-Man and Spider-Verse of course, yeah. that like I'm over here with my Incredibles 2 stand oh no don't get me wrong Incredibles yeah. Brad Bird my boy yeah no but like better than Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse I don't know. Was, was a crazy, film the that anim- I... if we're talking about the craft of animation Spider-Man to Spider-Verse yeah. is definitely more interesting than mm. Incredibles 2 but uh, I will never not give Brad Bird an Oscar so that's oh, just no. the way that's it works it. Like, uh, um, but for me Incredibles 2 felt if he made Brad like Brad a film yeah. like if you drew a film yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, cause like as in if that was a live action film yeah, yeah, yeah. it wouldn't have shocked me yeah exactly you know? as in, like, Spider-Verse used spent... the medium Spider-Verse used the medium in amazing new ways like I get that and especially like like even like as an animated film that would have been spectacular but yeah, especially yeah. like the way they incorporated like the comic book yeah, elements yeah, yeah. and just kind of feel of the it different kinds was of animation just like, especially because normal computer mm. animation like that would oh, be fine absolutely. but yeah, like yeah. yeah no as it like cause especially because like the Spider-Verse series has is just literally just so like so pages upon pages of comic books like that was the first like that was a film that really made me feel like it was an adaptation of a comic book yeah, yeah. rather than just being those characters, yeah, you know, yeah, on yeah, the screen. And then, uh, I don't... I, documentary, I don't know why they didn't nominate uh, Three Identical Strangers, which was the best documentary I saw this year. But I, I really wanted to see that. Like, yeah. it was just one of those films that good. I don't know it was why good. it didn't get and, uh, it and Won't You Be My Neighbor... Is, is Won't You Be My Neighbor nominated? Um, Won't You Be My Neighbor was... Would that be feature? Mm, feature documentary, yeah. Uh, no. No, yeah, that's good as well. That's a movie about Mr. Rogers. A lot of people had it as, like, their number two film of the year. I think that's ridiculous. Mm. I think it's, like, really charming. But, like, it's not as good as, like... Oh. Like, Christopher Robin is does the same thing about, like, people mm. should be kind, like, a lot oh, better. Yeah. Like, it's not that amazing, yeah. but it's good. Original it Song's like... an interesting one now. I'd like to hear your takes on it. Uh, like, the All the Stars, Shallow uh, fight. Oh, I don't yeah. have any interest in All the Stars. It does not interest me. Um, my opinion, my hot take is that Shallow is the fourth best song in A Star Is Born that I would nominate. Mm. Black Eyes, I would nominate. 
I'll Never Love Again, and I would nominate uh, Maybe It's Time to Let the Always Die before oh, I nominate yeah. um, Shallow. Yeah, no, as in Shallow is not my favorite Shallow's song. Shallow's really film. good, but it's not the best. Yeah, I think it's, like, it was a great song for marketing the film. Yeah. And for, like, releasing as a single, sing like, it would, like it, it would probably be the only song that I would have bought the single, single of yeah, if yeah, this yeah. was an album. Uh-huh. But... The, yeah, most of, like, any song that uses Bradley Cooper more. Yeah. Like, because his singing voice yeah, was yeah. such... Like, like Lady Gaga's acting was such yeah, a revelation. Yeah, yeah. His singing voice was yeah. even more of a revelation. I would also nominate for Best Original Song uh, the uh, Mission Impossible Fallout remix of uh, <laughs> Friction yes. by Imagine Dragons. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. No, as in, I've which is part already of publicly stated multiple times that... <laughs> Best song of that, <laughs> No, no, but that... The audio track for the Mission Impossible trailer will be my walkout music if I oh, yes. ever become a boxer. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. surprised that the uh, people cover of Africa by Toto is not. I know, <laughs> I know. Oh, it's so good. First chorus, first chorus ends. Amazing. No bridge. It's a perfect pop song. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so uh, that's ocean all. to ocean. Ocean to is ocean. Is another big stump. Ocean to that's ocean. The baby. biggest stump. Oh, anyway. Really, really, just or brittled my bones. Song from the Lego Two movie. Uh, oh. I well, not next year's that's Oscars. 2019, but I have, I'd say it probably will be not. Everything was awesome was nominated. Mm. Oh, because they, performed, they performed Lego two, Lego two, like, like I don't know how anything is going to pip that for best animated really? feature this year. I I, really? I have was, no plans to yeah. see it. Um, oh no, I was I, ca I came Toy Story, Toy Story, Toy Story was like. Okay, maybe like this will be all right. Like you know, it's like it's Phil Lord and Chris Miller. It's gonna be funny or whatever. I thought it I was, was incredibly lazy. Like I, I thought it was great. It's all just ninety percent of the dialogue is just like cheap yeah. references. It sounds to bad to me. Nostalgia. I'll watch it. However, in a year when we have Toy Story four and Frozen two, yeah. and The Lion King is going to qualify for best animated feature. Which it would it be? It's an animated well, film. It's, it's not There's live no action. There's no humans like. in it. It's, a li it's an animated oh, yeah. film. Um, as much as like. Mm. It's an animated film as much as the Polar Express is an animated film. Oh, I suppose, yeah. yeah. So it's, uh, they're going to be all nominated. So I'd frankly be yeah. very surprised if Lego Movie 2 even got a nomination. Because mm. the first Lego Movie did not. Did it? <laughs> nope. The Animation Guild do not like the Lego Movies. They think wow. they're, they have nominated any of them. They don't like the Lego Movies oh. because they don't like the way that they're the mm. way that they're animated for some reason. I don't know. They're not happy with like mm. that style. Huh. They refuse to nominate them. And then you oh. can't vote for it to win if it's not on the, the thigh. True, so. yeah. So that's our Oscar conversation. Mm -hmm. Mission Impossible Fallout should have won Best Picture. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, just last one for me: makeup and hair advice. That like oh, yeah. So yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Especially because like you're talking about like, especially for Kristen Bale himself. Yeah, no, it's very there's so much yeah. time period covered. But all done, so I think yeah. actually no, sorry. Other in terms of snubs for makeup and hair, the front runner. Like everyone okay. looked so authentically yes. No, no. Another one that I tweeted about this months ago. Mm -hmm. Mamma Mia, here we go again. There's a scene where Stellan Skarsgård's character plays his own twin mm -hmm. brother with a massive, like, oh, like obese yeah. face on him, and it's fucking very, very good. It's oh yeah. Very no, impressive. I looked up like his siblings because yeah. I knew he had a lot of kids, but I looked it's up his very siblings impressive. to see if he because yeah. I assumed that uh -huh. he did actually yeah. have like it's very, a fat cousin. Very, or very good. Um, mm. That should have done it for best makeup and hair, and mm. also just the hair in that movie. Oh yeah, fucks. like that, like, like that credit sequence. Yeah, the alone. credit sequence, just yeah. the hair and the makeup in that movie mm. is amazing. I mean, I they all look Black Hansen for the hair makeup. Black Hansen hair, yeah, true, yeah, very yeah. true. No, that's cool. That's the thing as well. I feel like stuff with like making black hair look interesting. Like in movies, that's not something that they count in the in the in the hair and makeup guild. So like, yeah. let's like let's like let make a, like a whole cast of black actors look like they're in 1970. Like yeah, that's yeah. like that's a challenge in itself. Mm -hmm. 
Um, oh yeah, that well, like I, I know that. Like, doesn't get purely from video games because there's yeah. only ever like yeah three and a half black hairstyles. It doesn't in a, in a few games. Yeah, yeah, like 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 upholding those hairstyles for the whole shoot of a film is an achievement mm. that like is is as good as putting like a fucking wig on Steve Carell and Vice. <laughs> anyway, Megalodon right. tomorrow win best picture. Howdy, friends. Do you want to join the outro? We're finishing an episode of a podcast right now. Okay. Okay. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> we'll be back. Oh, there's a meeting on now. Oh. We'll be back soon with more Where's the Damn Sequel. Thanks to Kian and Amy for joining us today. Thanks for having me. You can me. visit all our social media and yeah, that's kind of it. Find us on Spotify and everywhere else. Bye-bye.